I try really hard when I'm on a panel to offer advice quite like what we're doing here on this show, where specific, helpful, on topic to what the panel is supposed to be about on point, and then shut up. <laughs> when, I've, when I've made the point, which I do better on a panel than I do on the podcast. Ha, 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 ha. This is Taylor Stevens, the New York Times best-selling and award-winning author of the kick-ass Vanessa Michael Monroe thrillers, and this is The Taylor Stevens Show with Steve Campbell, where we are kicking writing in the butt one word at a time. Well, Taylor, it is so nice to speak with you again. We only Sometimes we only talk when we're recording these shows, and I wanted to talk with you and find out how you had a speaking engagement, and you posted some... I, I, they're not funny pictures. They're pictures with funny captions on your, <laughs> on your Facebook page. <laughs> Some of them are funny pictures. But the captions were, were sort of amusing. It looks like you had a good time there. What was that about? Well, um, it was a library event uh, at a, a town. It's a small town uh, far south of Dallas. And uh, it's a great crowd. And um, there's a, a lovely, lovely person who had discovered my work and became a big fan and introduced all the other library workers to it. They became big fans and they just really wanted me down there. And they drew a really, for the size of the town, they drew a really good crowd. They just went all out to to make it a really special event. And it was fun because when when I go to an event where there's there are already people familiar with my work, the audience interactions, I do a lot of Q&A and just back and forth with the audience. It's just very alive and fun and it's just, for me, it's a real good time. So that leads perfectly into our topic for the day, which is what have you, Taylor, learned at writers' conferences and events that you've incorporated into your own writing? Oof, that's a really good question. Oof? You know, Did you actually say oof? I said oof. <laughs> we should have these transcribed. <laughs> yes, and we could do like little comic book characters. <laughs> um, you know, the first event... Writers Conference that I ever went to was a Thriller Fest in New York, and it was before I. So that ever... was the first one you ever went to. You went to like the biggest, best one in the world for your first one. I had no idea. <laughs> My agent just told me to go, and I, um, it, you know, I I didn't stay on site at the conference because it was really expensive and I couldn't afford it. And I, you know, a friend had given me points to stay at a nearby hotel, so I was walking back and forth every day, and I was real. I didn't know anybody, and uh, at at those types of places, everybody wants to know, well, who are you? What do you write? And I knew that I had a book coming out soon that had a lot of excitement around it, but that's nothing. And you're dealing with all these people who are like, oh, I'm on my fifth book. Oh, I publish. I have been in the industry for 20 years. And you're just like, it's just, oh, it's very uncomfortable. And I, um, and so I meticulously went to every, like I, I went over all the panels and, you know, went to all the ones that I thought would interest me. And I came away from every single day feeling absolutely exhausted and depressed. Really? And yeah, just horrifically like depressed. And um, I just stare at the ceiling thinking about in my bed, just thinking about um, about what had been said. And what I came to realize is that all these panels that people are on, they're all offering advice. 
And it's usually advice on a specific topic, how to do this, how to do that, dealing with international characters. And people come there to listen to how these particular authors do what they do. But after a while, all this advice becomes like standing under a waterfall (laughs) where all you need is a cup of water, but you're under a waterfall and it's just, just inundating you and it's too much. And from that point on, I stopped going to panels with any regularity because what I realized was there's no 100% right way to do anything. There's only the way these people do it. And if you spend all your time jumping from this person to that person, to that person, to that person's advice, then you, you lose yourself. You lose your own voice. You lose your own focus. That's how it is for me personally. So what I actually learned from writers conferences and events is to that you don't have to take everybody's advice as gospel. You just take, you look for things that you are struggling with and you're trying to work on and you focus on those and anything you feel that can help you, then try it. But just because other people do it a certain way doesn't mean that that's the only way, even if it's they're more successful than you are. And a lot of times you'll end up listening to people talk about how they do it and Um, they maybe aren't that successful. So you also need to, you know, it's really about do they have something to offer that can help you personally in the direction that you're going? And so I learned, you know, remove yourself from the waterfall and just go for that drink of water. And did you, from that first conference, were there any particular drinks of water that you can remember? Well, I always found that the... The ones on social media or marketing or, you know, that are practical things like how to, you know, because they'll have experts come in and talk about ballistics or um, how the FBI does procedures and things like that. I found those to be very helpful at times. Um, But, you know, it's been a while now. So like trying to think of an actual example, I'm kind of struggling with that. Okay, so when you were at your first Thriller Fest, you had already written The Informationist. Is that Sound right? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's correct. And but it hadn't been published yet. Were you were you working on the innocent? Yes, I believe so. Okay. So, you know, I, I just have so many questions just from a what it's like to go to a, a conference for the first time, and that's not really the topic. So maybe we'll cover that in uh, a different episode. Maybe I'll we'll throw that out as a Q and A Q&A type thing in a Q and A episode. Um, Okay, so that was the first one, and that's that's a sort of a traditional conference where there are panels, and of course there's the opportunity to meet people at these things, especially at Thriller Fest in New York, where if you're in the business of writing books uh, like you write, it's the place to be. So who did you meet during that first show that maybe you learned something just from meeting them, not not a specific tactic or anything, but maybe you learn something about being an author just from meeting them. You know, that's a really actually appropriate, apropos question. Um, that first Thriller Fest is when I went, met Michael Palmer. And um, it was funny how it happened because there was a big room where lots of authors who'd worked on a book together, like contributed to it, were all there signing. And again, it's so, it was, it was so awkward for me because I didn't know anyone. And um, 
it was uncomfortable to just go up and talk to strangers. And he was sitting at a table together with his son, Daniel. And Daniel and I are almost the same age. We both started getting our books published right around the same time. He had a book coming out, too. And I thought, oh, there's someone that is my age that I can, you know, actually talk to. And so I just went up to say hi. But Daniel was busy. And um, Michael introduced himself. And um, we started talking. And he was just so amazingly generous and kind. And uh, he's like, well, you know, what are you doing after this? You know, come with me and Daniel. We'll, we'll go. We're going to get dinner. We're going to go, go get a drink. I don't remember exactly how it happened. And from there, it's like a friendship opened up. And Michael would go around and he'd introduce me to people. And he'd never read my work or anything like that. But one of the times when he was introducing me to somebody, he confused, he confused my name. And, um, and so I, I had been told, I, I was like, you know, I know I'm not supposed to ask for, for blurbs, for books or anything like that. But, you know, would you consider, you know, reading this book that's coming out? And he said, he gave me the same spiel that everybody does and which I give to people now too, which is, you know, go ahead and have your editor send me a copy. I've got a, um, a, a to be read pile that's, you know, a mile high. I can't promise anything. But he felt so bad about having mixed up my name with somebody else when, <laughs> when introducing me that he actually made an effort to read the book and it blew him away. And he gave me an incredible blurb and he wrote me personally and just told me how just amazed he was by it. And it, that friendship with Michael opened up so many doors of, of making it not uncomfortable and um, introducing me to other people who later became friends. And um, my friendship with Daniel continues to this day. And so that was a very, I don't know, I think if there was anything that was amazing that came from that first event, it was meeting Michael and Daniel. And that, you know, that's interesting because it, our topic is what have you learned that you've incorporated into your writing? And this is, is more, and I think this is true of writers' conferences in general. It, it's more meeting people and being with people and forming these relationships that's the real value that you get from these conferences so it's you know you're learning things at the conferences and you're incorporating it into your career as a writer more so than as an artist i think so and i think like it's a little different in my case because when i went to this first conference i'd already finished a book i was already on my second book at that point i was already technically published even though the book hadn't been on store shelves yet, which is a little different than somebody who's actually still struggling through the writing process and trying to get that first book finished or who has a first book, but it wasn't really what they hoped it would be. Then if you're going to these writing conferences looking for, for an understanding into the actual process, then the panels can be very helpful. But honestly, I think people attend panels more just to hear their favorite authors speak than to actually um, hear what their favorite authors are saying, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes perfect sense. All right. So we've talked about this is one type of conference. There are other types of events that you've been to. So have there been any other events where you've gone and you've learned something or you've, you've heard something that made you rethink the way you do things? I know the correct answer is I'm supposed to say yes, and I'm supposed to have all <laughs> these fantastic anecdotes, but to be honest, no. And here's why. And it's been this way for me ever since I started writing. Um, I've also never gone to any uh, writers' groups where 
people critique groups or, or anything like that. And I grew up in an environment that was extremely critical and harsh, where you you could never do anything right. You were never good enough. And uh, anything bad that you did was, of course, your fault. But anything good that you did, you couldn't take the credit for it. And already being a very um, critical person of myself, I'm very hard on myself. And having been raised in that environment, I knew that if I put myself in a situation where people were critiquing me or telling me what I was doing wrong, before I even had a chance to prove that I could do something right, I would shut down and I would never complete what I set out to do because it was just too much. The, the sense of failure before beginning would be too much. So I've always isolated myself in that way from the opinions of others, specifically because I knew that it, even if they said a hundred good things, I'd only hear the one negative thing and it would shut me down. And it's kind of been the same way for me in going to, to panels and, and such, which I, I realized from that first conference that I went to that if I go into this, listening to what everybody is saying, I'm not going to hear this is how I can take what they're saying and incorporate it and make my own work better. I'm only going to hear you're doing it wrong. So knowing myself and the way that I will process that information, I was protecting myself against um, quitting. So other people are probably not quite like that. In their case, it would be very helpful to go and hear how other people do it, and they could take it and make it better and, and run with the advice that others are giving. Okay, one last question, and this is basically a follow-up to what you just said. Be because of, of the way that you uh, react to these things and, and some of the experiences that you've had at uh, or, or while listening to panels. Now that you're called upon to be part of the panel, uh, do you bring any of that thought process to what you're presenting while you're on the panel? I try. It's really hard to say what I'm going to say without appearing to sound critical or condescending. So I just beg forgiveness in advance. Please know that it doesn't come from a place of malice. But there are some panelists who get up and bloviate. And they are in love with the sound of their own voice. And they drone on and on. And it's very boring. It's boring to sit up there and listen to them. And it's boring to be in the audience and be preached at. And so I try really hard when I'm on a panel to offer advice quite like what we're doing here on this show, where specific, helpful, on topic to what the panel is supposed to be about on point, and then shut up <laughs> <laughs> when, I've, when I've made the point, which I do better on a panel than I do on the podcast. Ha, 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 ha. I don't know about that. I think you do it pretty well on our podcast, where we are able to kick writing in the butt, not with a waterfall, but just one simple word at a time. That's right. All right. Call to action. What's our call to action today, Taylor? Um, I think I'd like to know um, about our listeners. Do you go to writers' conferences? And um, if you do, which ones do you go to and what do you like? And what are your favorites? And, you know, let me know on social media or by email. Um, I've only ever been to ThrillerFest and BoucherCon. I've had to limit myself to, to just those two. But I know that there are all kinds of wonderful conferences. There's East Coast. There's Left Coast. There's Mystery. There, there's so many of them. And I would like to hear what conferences other writers go to where their fans go and and just um you know interact on that topic and i think it would be really interesting to hear if we've got anybody in the audience that writes romance because there are some fantastic romance 
uh, conferences out there that are these huge events where fans and authors get together. I'd, I'd love to hear about some of that as well. I would too. Yeah, absolutely. Please. All right. That is it for this week's show. We will be back again next week. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening, guys.